When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In today's show, Bitcoin price limps under $20,000 as Asia extends, global stocks weakness. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, including crypto analyst Mikhail Vendepop. Bitcoin resting on support here, but still looking tricky. Needs more confirmation if we want to look upwards. If support doesn't hold, the 19300 area is next. And this just in breaking news, MicroStrategy purchased an additional 480 Bitcoin for $10 million at an average price of $20,817. An on-chain analyst, Juan Clemente, responded, although this recent buy of 480 Bitcoin from Sailor may be relatively small, I think it sends a message more than anything. Despite all the criticism and claims, he is getting liquidated from the bears. He is not going anywhere and is sticking to his long-term allocation strategy. And this just in, a new spot Bitcoin ETF has launched in Switzerland. When's the spot Bitcoin ETF finally going to get approved in the United States? Also in today's show, British Virgin Islands Court reportedly orders to liquidate Three Arrows Capital. That's right. The order reportedly came on the same date with Voyager Digital, issuing a notice to default on Three Arrows Capital for its failure to pay. It's 15,250 Bitcoin and $350 million USDC loan. Also in today's show, Roger Veer denies CoinFlex CEO's claims that he owes the firm $47 million and USDC. Quoting the CoinFlex CEO here, Roger Veer owes CoinFlex $47 million USDC. We have a written contract with him obligating him to personally guarantee any negative equity on his CoinFlex account and top up margin regularly. He has been in default of this agreement and we have served him a notice of default. Also in today's show, billionaire Mark Cuban reveals the reason why he owns Bitcoin and names catalysts that will push the Bitcoin price to new heights. Quoting him here from a recent interview, I always analogize Bitcoin as it's a better version of gold. It's a digital version of gold, and I truly believe that. Also in today's show, crypto influencer Adam Back stands by his $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this year. That's right, quoting Heidi here, Bitcoin will go well above $100,000 next bull market. Anyone buying around these prices will be very happy to the next run-up to all-time high. Adam Back chimed in, why not this year? Once the DeFi contagion via WBTC is flushed out. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin returned under $20,000 on June 29th as analysts stayed hopeful for a trip higher. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, which is not looking too good right now. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView followed Bitcoin as it crossed below the $20,000 mark for the first time in nearly a week in Asia trading hours. This weakness followed range-bound behavior near 21 k this characterizing a market still in tune with moves in global equities. Now, the S&P 500 had finished its previous session down about 2%, while the NASDAQ index lost 3%. And on the day, Hong Kong's Hang Seng was likewise 2.1% lower, while China's Shanghai Composite Index traded down 1.4%. With few bullish cues coming from macro, Bitcoin thus had little stopping it from reversing to the lower end of the range in place for several weeks. Quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vendepop here, Bitcoin is giving that correction, was anticipating a potential low at 20300 We get 20100 as that's the second important one. Would like to also see if it holds here and see additional confirmation on the lower time frame. If it doesn't, 19300 to 19500 Next for support. And he updated us here this morning. Bitcoin Bitcoin resting on support here, but still looking tricky. Needs more confirmation if we want to look upwards. If support doesn't hold, 19,300 area next. And zooming out, other sources are still more optimistic about the potential for an assault on resistance further up. For on-chain analytics resource material indicators, this can still come in the form of challenging the 200-week moving average, which is a key bear market support level, which had begun to function as resistance in June. Quoting material indicators here, trend precognition is flashing a pretty strong long signal on the Bitcoin weekly chart. Signal won't print until the weekly candle closes, but indicates that we could see a run at the 200 week moving average this week. Happy to test the lows first for me. Sub 17,500 invalidates not financial advice. Now, I also like to point out that the 200-week moving average is currently sitting at the $22,000 level. And I recently polled my YouTube audience and asked, will Bitcoin close the month above the 200-week moving average at 22K, considering we just have another day left in the month? And 55% of you said no, while 45% of you said yes. Let me know yes or no in the comments right down below. And focusing on the macro, commentators argued that with little certainty about the economic strength available, risk assets such as crypto could continue to suffer on the longer time frames. The mood followed a prediction from big short investor Michael Burry that the U.S. Federal Reserve would abandon its inflation-busting quantitative tightening policy in 2022 and return to more accommodative conditions, quoting him here. The supply glut at retail is the bullwhip effect. Google it. Worth understanding for your investing endeavors. Deflationary pulses from this. Disinflation and CPI later this year. Fed reverses itself on rates and quantitative tightening cycles. Now only a clear boon for risk assets would therefore cut Bitcoin and altcoin some slack. Popular Twitter account TXMC Trades responded in this perspective echoing the views of various commentators, including the former BitMEX CEO, Arthur Hayes, despite the dreams of decouplers, Bitcoin is unlikely to grow in a sustained way unless the economy also shows significant improvement as they are undeniably linked with regional data slipping towards contraction. The near-term path remains unattractive. And this was in response to this tweet here. Dallas Fed's regional manual survey, the latest to just crash, it just supposed to rebound, instead dropped another 10, and it's getting worse. New orders index dropped 10 of its own to the lowest by far since the worst parts of 2020 
money, not looking good at all. Now, this just in breaking news, MicroStrategy has just purchased an additional 480 Bitcoin for $10 million at an average price of $20,817. An on-chain analyst, Juan Clemente, responded, although this recent buy of 480 Bitcoin from Sailor may be relatively small, I think it sends a message more than anything. Despite all the criticism and claims, he is getting liquidated from the bears. He is not going anywhere and is sticking to his long-term allocation strategy. And Van Day Pop chimed in, Michael Saylor buying another batch of Bitcoin while the mass is discussing him going to be liquidated. Great play. I like it a lot. Lesson in there. If you're underwater and fundamentals didn't change, keep on stacking instead of roasting people on the interwebs. Touche. Now more breaking news just in. A new spot Bitcoin ETF has launched in Switzerland. Gary Gensler, when are we going to get a spot Bitcoin ETF finally approved in the United States? Now, if you missed the breaking news the other day, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler said Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that is a commodity. And when asked what are some other examples of commodities in the crypto space, he was unwilling to name any other cryptocurrency besides Bitcoin. So right now, Bitcoin is the only crypto with a pass. And before I break down next story of the day, British Virgin Island Court reportedly orders to liquidate Three Arrows Capital. But first, Let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting. And in the red, we have Bitcoin down over 4% for the day, maintaining just above that critical $20,000 psychological support. We have Ethereum down 9%, trading just above $1,100, while XRP, Binance Coin, Solana, and Polkadot all correcting and in the blood red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Troubled cryptocurrency venture capital firm, Three Arrows Capital, is facing more uncertainty amid new reports on the company's liquidation. A court in the British Virgin Islands on June 27th ordered the liquidation of Singapore-based Three Arrows Capital, the British news agency. Sky News reported on Wednesday. Now, the information in the report refers to an unspecified person familiar with the matter. Three Arrows Capital did not immediately respond to Cointelegraph's request for comment. Three Arrows Capital, also known as 3AC, is a Singaporean crypto hedge fund founded in 2012 by Kyle Davies and Suju. The firm has reportedly failed to meet margin calls from its lenders amid a massive market downturn this year, with Bitcoin dropping below $20,000 for the first time in two years. Three Arrows Capital reportedly borrowed Bitcoin from crypto lending firm BlockFi, but was unable to meet the margin call due to the bear market. Now, the VC firm was estimated to incur $400 million in liquidation across multiple positions like whoa. And while the reports triggered rumors about 3AC's insolvency, the company's founders continue to assure customers that they will do their best to find an equitable solution. The firm hired legal and financial advisors to explore solutions like asset sales and a rescue package from another firm, Davies said. And we have always been believers in crypto, and we still are. He added, now the news comes shortly after the crypto exchange Voyager Digital issued a notice of default to 3AC for its failure to pay its 15000 250 Bitcoin and $350 million USDC loan. So there you have it, mass liquidations occurring in the market. Exchanges are becoming insolvent. And right now it's very scary times in crypto. What do you feel is likely to happen to three arrows capital from here? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, Roger Veer denies CoinFlex CEO's claims that he owes the firm $47 million in USDC. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Sitting at $900 billion with $63 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 42.6% with the Ether dominance at 15 
0.1% and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours. We have Terra Classic leading the pack up 177%, trading at 7.3 cents, followed by Synthetics up 5.8%, trading at $2.60, followed by ZRX up 1%, trading just under 34 cents. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see Luna Classic leading the pack up 136%. We have Matic up 31.5% and Luna up 24.1%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 13 out of 100 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 10, last week an 11, and last month a 10 in Extreme Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD by that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Roger Veer, an early investor and Bitcoin Cash proponent, has pushed against claims from crypto investment platform CoinFlex regarding an alleged $47 million debt, which everyone is talking about right now on crypto Twitter. In a Tuesday tweet, Veer, not mentioning CoinFlex by name, said he had not defaulted on any debt to a counterparty and alleged that the crypto firm owed him a substantial sum of money. As he shared here, recently some rumors have been spreading that I have defaulted on a debt to a counterparty. These rumors are false. Not only do I not have a debt to this counterparty, but this counterparty owes me a substantial sum of money and I'm currently seeking the return of my funds. Now, this denial followed rumors on social media that the Bitcoin Cash proponent was involved in the platform halting withdrawals due to a high net worth client who had holdings in many large crypto firms not covering their debts. Now, CoinFlex CEO Mark Lamb took to Twitter shortly after the statement to claim that the company had written a contract with Veer obligating him to personally guarantee any negative equity on his CoinFlex account and top up the margin regularly. And according to Lamb, CoinFlex served Veer with a notice of default and was speaking to him on calls frequently about the situation with the aim of resolving, claiming that the firm did not owe him anything. Quoting the CoinFlex CEO here, Roger Veer owes CoinFlex $47 million USDC. We have a written contract with him, obligating him to personally guarantee any negative equity on his CoinFlex account and top up margin regularly. He has been in a default of this agreement and we have served a notice of default. We had a long track record to previously topping up the margin and meeting margin requirements in accordance with this agreement. We have been speaking to him on calls frequently about the situation with the aim of resolving it. We would still like to resolve it. He is denying that the debt pertains to him so that we felt the need to clarify to the public that yes, the debt is 100% related to his account. Roger Veer is a citizen of the European Union who we believe has significant assets in the US, UK, and other relevant jurisdictions. CoinFlex also categorically denies that we have any debts owing to him. His statement is blatantly false. It is unfortunate that Roger Veer needs to resort to such tactics in order to deflect from his liabilities and responsibilities. Now, Cointelegraph reported on Tuesday that a CoinFlex account held by a high-integrity person of significant means incurred $47 million in losses after being allowed to reach negative equity without being liquidated. The platform planned to fix its liquidity shortage by issuing a new token, Recovery Value USD, starting on Tuesday, with user withdrawals expected to resume on June 30th. Now, the price of CoinFlex's native token Flex has fallen more than 84% in the last 30 days, dropping from a $1.19 to $0.80 cents following Lamb's inverse statements on Twitter. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this alleged debt that Roger Veer owes of $47 million in USDC to CoinFlex? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments. 
right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, billionaire Mark Cuban reveals that he owns Bitcoin and names Catalyst that will push the Bitcoin price to new heights, as well as crypto influencer Adam Back stands by his $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this year. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications and help support us with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can follow me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. A Shark Tank investor is laying out what he thinks must happen for the king crypto to take off as a better version of gold. In a new interview with the Bankless podcast, billionaire Mark Cuban says Bitcoin faces a problem of relative lack of utility and resulting lack of mainstream popularity. Quoting the billionaire here, part of the challenge for Bitcoin is even with the Lightning Network improving and becoming more popular, there is not enough utility, but that's the same problem gold has. Nobody needs gold jewelry. People like gold jewelry and want it, but they don't need it. So there is a utility issue with Bitcoin. But that said, like gold, it is a good store value. The billionaire then explains why he keeps Bitcoin in his portfolio and what he thinks is bound to push the Bitcoin price to new highs. Quoting him again here, it is a better store of value when you're trying to diverse in your portfolio. And that's why I own it. Because I think even though I have no idea where it'll go, I have no idea how low it'll go. But I do know that once there are applications with smart contracts, not on Bitcoin, but across crypto that regular people use and figure out, just like streaming was a better version of getting audio and video than traditional media, when there is a better reason to use crypto applications, that's when it takes off. Now, Cuban also says that Bitcoin works as a type of digital gold, quoting him here, I always analogize Bitcoin as it is a better version of gold. It is a digital version of gold, and I truly believe that. And to watch this entire interview with the billionaire himself entitled, This Crash is Different, Why Many People Don't Know This, check the show notes below the video in the description. Now let's break down our final story of the day. Adam Back, inventor of Hashcoin, which is used in Bitcoin mining and the CEO of Blockstream, shared his thoughts on Bitcoin recently. Despite the crypto market being down significantly from previous highs, Adam Back remains bullish in the midst of widespread fear and a 40-year record of inflation levels. Adam Back reiterated a statement from last year in which he claimed Bitcoin would hit $100,000 by year's end. Now, of course, we now know Back missed his mark on the previous forecast, but Bitcoin did briefly surged to almost 70,000 during November, reaching a new all-time high. And quoting Heidi here from June 16th, Bitcoin will go well above $100,000 next bull market. Anyone buying around these prices will be very happy to the next run-up to all-time high. Adam Back responded, why not this year? Once the DeFi contagion via WBTC is flushed out. And someone responded, Adam, a question, what would happen if Celsius survives? Genuine question. I'm not a financial analyst. I would just like to know if it would be good for Bitcoin. Adam Back responded, I expect lenders will reduce their risks, leverage unsecured relending, rehypothecation exposure. So would Celsius if they survive. OFC, as soon as they are reopened to capital flight, just due to the history, so maybe hard to resume unless they do it fast, maybe with some re- 
capitalization, and then the person responded, thank you for the reply. Would it be good for Bitcoin and the perception of Main Street finance? They ultimately still see anything crypto as Bitcoin. Adam Back responded, it might a bit, I suppose, as they view things as more resilient. The contagion and leverage is really rather similar to 2008 problems in TradeFi, CFI, DeFi, unsecured relending, leverage, rug pulls. I am not sure if even better than TradeFi by Bitcoin cult store and repeat. Now responding to a tweet claiming that Bitcoin would still hit six figures during the next market cycle. Back says he believes Bitcoin could actually hit 100,000 this year as the DeFi sector crumbles. Wrap Bitcoin or WBTC is an Ethereum-based ERC-20 asset that represents Bitcoin at a ratio of one-to-one. The token allows Bitcoin hodlers to participate in the Ethereum DeFi ecosystem. And at the time of this recording, these are around 280,000 WBTC in circulation, including Bitcoin revolution here. Do you think it will decorrelate from stocks or that stocks will go up too? The risk off overhang is what makes me skeptical, but hopeful. Adam Back responded, everyone has their pet macro views. My guess, stock market plus U.S. election season, moral hazard kicks up, quantitative easing ramps up again, rates drop again, money printer goes into overdrive, so the interest rate overhang falls off and Bitcoin decorrelates somewhere along the way once DeFi flushed. But what do I know? Just don't use leverage, and most particularly, not while the DeFi contagion works out. If you don't have leverage, you can just buy and hold and wait. So timing matters not. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Adam Back's $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this year? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, TD wrote, I would bet someone big money that Bitcoin will not hit $72,000 this week. 10x more likely to hit $7,200. Right on fam. Thanks for tuning in and sharing. Hoddle. Our next featured comment comes from Raymond who wrote, love to see $10,000. BTFD, you got it fam. That would be an incredible buy opportunity. That's for sure. And our third and final featured comment comes from Merc30. Two years and you'll be sitting on the moon. Heck yeah, 2024 having just around the corner. Let's go. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.